Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Dairy Brothers Guardians cast. Your best podcast spot for all things Cleveland Guardians baseball. Presented by WaitingForNextYear.com. Follow Matt on Twitter at DairySpeaks. And Todd at TDGuardiansKU. The Dairy Brothers Guardians cast is on the air. What a lousy week of baseball, folks. Dairy Brothers Guardians cast here for another week. Matt and Todd with you on the Evergreen Podcast Network, waitingfornextyear.com. You know our sponsors. We love them all. Center for Advanced Dentistry, Groove Ride, and, of course, Breaking Tea t-shirts at breakingtea.com slash dairy. I tell you to go to Breaking Tea and get your gear to come out to the ballpark this week, but uh, maybe maybe, maybe they should just make triple XL Shirts for everybody, sleep shirts, because you watch this baseball team and you fall asleep. They're boring. They're six under 500. Uh, last night, it was pretty predictable in a one-run game or a tie game late that they were going to lose, and they did. And, Todd, it's disappointing, man. It's, like I said, six under 500. We'll get to everything. Uh, but to swept with the, against the Mets this weekend in every game, but tired of being in every game and losing them. I don't even know where to start. There are so many problems. I mean, this team is just wrought with problems. And what sucks is we sat here all off season going, wow, they were so good last year. They're so young. They arrived early. All these guys are going to be great. And you know, I, like you just said, this is a broken record. We talk about it every week. They can't hit. You can't win baseball games if you can't hit. And when they actually hit once this week, they st- they still couldn't win, <laughs> so I, it's just it is just wild to me how badly things have gone. And and we could go in so many different directions. I'm so disappointed in everything from top to bottom. I mean, we we could start at the top with the front office basically ignoring the catching position by giving us the corpse of Mike Zanino who couldn't block. Uh, as I said, he for for for. Browns fans out there, you you probably won't remember this, these, but they had a, a tackle. I'm going to guess. I, I don't know what years. It was in the 2000s. It was, it was, wasn't it Hudson? No, 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 no. This, this goes back 10 years probably, I'm going to guess. His name was uh, John St. Clair, and he was referred to as – everyone here referred to him as the swinging gate because he was yeah. so terrible. And it, it's it's it, it, it is like – I can't even, I don't even know where I was going with this. There was a, there was an analogy I was making of John Sinclair. The swinging gate was so bad, <laughs> but, but the, the, the point is everything. Oh, I know what I'm saying. We're talking about the catching position. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Mike Zanino situation, the catching situation, it's so bad. It's like you're, you're, you're knowingly from, from the top, you, you are knowingly putting someone out there who can't do the job when you have a better option in, in triple a, and why aren't you using him? It I don't I don't care for the oh he's not ready to handle the staff. 
you know, Mike Zanino, again, is, is the blocking equivalent uh, of John Sinclair, the swinging gate. If uh, he can, he can handle the staff. He couldn't block a ball in the dirt of his life depended on it. Things are skipping right by him. Oh, but it's okay because you can put Cam Gallagher out there who, you know, he got a hit for the first time since April 9th the other night, which we were like, Ooh, Cam Gallagher got hit. Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? Yeah. It's not, it's not he actually funny. got two hits. Two RBI hits this week, yes. but it's not, it, it's not <laughs> funny. the The front office basically, you know, their the, their big signings were Mike Zanino, who's been a gigantic disaster. I mean, disaster. Yeah, and Josh Bell, who you have referred to as a nineteen million dollar singles hitter, and he doesn't really hit that many singles. So you how, about, can st- how about the base running yesterday by Josh Bell? Like, where are you going? What are you? Uh, well, well, base running we got to get into, but the, but, the point but is, yes, from, but right. It's, so, it's, so the front office had a bad off season. I think they overcalculated. Number one, then you go to the manager. No, no bigger Tito homers than you and me, right? Sure, love him. He's been an, he's been terrible this year. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. He's been terrible. He has. We just were about to mention the running game. Gary Sanchez caught eleven innings of baseball yesterday. Gary. How many, how many, how many steal attempts did we have against Gary Sanchez, who everyone knows cannot throw out anyone? How many attempts did we have? Zero. Zero? Yeah. 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 We had had somebody, we had somebody in motion last night and straw fouled it off. And then they didn't put it back in motion. It might've been Arias. Yeah. Yeah. But other than that. It's but funny how Sanchez it, Sanchez wasn't catching then. It was it was Alvarez. No, but it doesn't matter. Alvarez is thrown out, and I think this was uh, Jeff Ellis from Locked On Guardians uh, said um, Alvarez had only thrown out three out of thirty five or whatever it is. It's ridiculous when the Sunday night baseball crew. And by the way, that Sunday night broadcast on ESPN is abominable. It's Horrible. awful, awful. Members growing up on Sunday nights and watching John Miller and Joe Morgan. My God, what a gigantic step back that broadcast is. The fact that Boog Shambi, who's awesome and does Cubs television, is the radio guy on Sunday Night Baseball for ESPN, where, no offense to ESPN Radio, but no one listens to that. Put Shambi on television, please, and get, get Carl Ravage off my television. He's the terrible. Most boring, no chemistry <laughs> booth in the history of sports. It's abysmal. And they're on there going, well, we talked to Tito, and he's like, hey, you know, we're, we're about small ball and running and running, and you know, if we could just get some runners on base, we'd run. Well, there were runners on base yesterday in both games, and they weren't running. Well, uh, Scherzer and Verlander handle handle the running game well. No, stop. Go. Just run. Try. Force get some action. energy. Yeah. Put some pressure on the opposition. My gosh. And it was last night reading stuff online about our running game. I know Sandy Alomar run, uh, runs the running game. Well, then fire him. I mean, right. <laughs> give me a give me a break. What are we doing? Move your runners. Like try. Yeah. Put him in last night. Ahmed Ahmed Rosario gets gets hit by a pitch with one out. Here comes Jose in the ninth inning too. And and this is the tying run. Put him in scoring position. Right. Put some pressure on this Rayleigh kid. Nope. Ahmed just stood there and Jose did a double play and the game ended. Like you know the, they put a runner in motion in the top in the bottom of the eighth. And Lindor, excuse me, hits one into left, and it's first. See what they did when they put runners on? They put a runner in motion, and because of it, it turned into a excuse me single. They won them the game. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So I I don't know. I mean, when people say, well, what's the identity of your baseball team? Last season, the identity was 
This team put it in play. And, and yes, there was a lot of luck involved in the last year when it came to uh, ball batting average, balls in play, all that crap. But the bottom line is the identity this year of this team, I have no idea what it is. It's not great starting <laughs> pitching, although the young starters have come up and done well, right? Yeah, absolutely. You can't, you the bullpen can't. is is on fire at the moment. I don't think it'll be this bad the rest of the season. Uh, but, you know, Trevor Stefan had his worst outing. It came at the worst time. Class A has had some bad outings that come at bad times. But my gosh, the, the amount of pressure that we've had to put on these pitchers because they, they can't score runs. And yes, Friday night was a bit of an anomaly uh, during my 50th, 50th birthday party. We're sitting there. That's a great story. Watching the game at the bar here in Michigan, but uh, as we blow it, but it's it just, it makes no sense. We have, um, an we have an identity, by the way, you know what that is? Can't what? hit. <laughs> Can't hit is the identity. you see those stats they put up last night. They're like, yeah. The, oh, yeah. They're, they're dead last in homers, dead last in OPS, 27th in batting average and 28th or something in extra base hits. It's Ag dead last in slugging is what oh, it is. Slugging. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Well, but, but sure, still dead I mean, last right. in OPS too. But what and hence mean? why you run. When you have speedy guys and you only hit singles, you've got to get them in scoring position somehow because, you know, we've only we've had a couple of innings, including yesterday's uh, eighth inning in the day game. And then, of course, a couple of innings against the Angels where they put together and strung together a lot of hits. But other than that, uh, they're not hitting. And look, the schedule's not getting any easier coming up. You got Houston, you got San Diego, you got Minnesota coming up, Baltimore. Those are good teams. And this team is very average at best at the moment. And I, I, it's got to wake up. I mean, the guys on ESPN last night said it. Jimenez must get going. You know, Rosario's a lost cause. I, I, it's either four hits or it's zero hits and just bad at bats. I, you, know. you know, it's very important. You know, we, we, we were talk, tweeting or tweeting. We were texting about this over the weekend. And what's so aggravating is Tyler Freeman has been hitting the ball. He had a nice first game. You know, they two hits. It. Yeah. Yeah. And a but barrel it, on his out. But it's very important to, to make sure that your Ahmed with his 650 OPS is batting second and getting every single at bat. I mean, God forbid they'd sit Ahmed one of these two games in the doubleheader, you know? Got a DH a guy who hits nothing but, you know, I mean, come on. It's like get, get, let the kid let, give 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 Freeman a chance. Give Rodney, give Rodney a chance. We got to give Freeman a chance. We got to give Freeman. <laughs> I want more Freeman. Arias had a nice week. I'll give him that. You and I have been all over him, but he had a nice week. Hit those two opposite fields. He had to play. Him. He had to play. I have no yeah. problem with him. Yeah. But this is kind of going back to last year when they decided, okay, you know what? We're going to give extended run to these kids. How about some extended run for Freeman? How about some extended run for Arias? And not, can we just... Oh God! Why do we talk about him every week? It's like our white whale, man, talking about Ahmed and the amount of bats the guy gets. And I think Tito felt like Ahmed going back to New York to play the Mets. He was going to have a chip on his shoulder. They traded yeah, him. That makes sense. And he's going to perform. He knows the ballpark, and it didn't happen. And uh, yeah, he had the bloop single in the eighth inning yesterday that led to the Jose Homer. Yeah, that was nice, but it was. Not exactly scolded. But I was just going to say, but that also could have been an easy, you know, a pop out to second. <laughs> but, you know, Jimenez has to get going. You mentioned Josh Bell before. His three home runs. I mean, come on. Zach McKinstry has more. Uh, 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 Neto with the Angels has more. I was looking up the guys that have more than three home runs. It's embarrassing. 
This is a guy that supposedly has a track record. And like you said, Todd, we paid him 19 million. Hit the ball over the freaking wall. He had one good weekend back in DC. Other than that, an occasional golfed single into right, but my goodness, I mean, what you paid him a lot of money. He's got to produce and he's not doing it. Let's and it tells about- you a little something about Tito and what they think of Josh Bell when last night in the eighth inning of a tie game, um, Cam Gallagher got to hit while Josh Bell sat on the bench. He didn't, Tito didn't think, oh, let me, let me bat Josh Bell here with two outs in a one, one game top of the ninth, I should say. Um, and uh, didn't but didn't and let Cam Gallagher hit and didn't go to Bo Naylor and didn't go to Josh Bell. I, I could that was right up there with when he also let Cam Gallagher bat um, on Friday, or no was it no 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 the, I'm sorry the day game on Thursday, and we were like I can't believe he's letting Cam Gallagher bat here and then he ended up that was the eighth maybe, not nine yeah, yeah. yeah right so I'm just let's just for perspective here we have 28 home runs as a team. Yep. which is dead last, 28. Tampa has 91, okay? We have 28. That it's is terrible. horrific. Terrible. Our team OPS is 643, which is dead last in the majors. And their slugging percentage, which is also dead last in the majors, is 343. It is, they're hitting 228 as a team. <laughs> what is going on here? It's And it's, that's, and that's why, again, like I said, I mean, the bullpen meltdowns haven't been great. And and certainly they're, you know, like we've seen the numbers, like they said, Karen Jack and Stefan allowed five homers all last year. There are seven this year, whatever it is. So there are all these anomalies. Yes. It when, when you know, yeah. uh, to quote Nev Chandler, to quote Nev Chandler, Murphy's law time, you know, like it just, it's been bad. And you're right. Everybody is to blame. You blame the front office. You blame Tito for for the, the run game and 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 how Freeman was not in the lineup again last night is beyond me. When you got a when you got a when you got a as Gary D once said when you got a thoroughbred, let him run. True, you're right. You're <laughs> I'm not right. saying it's, Tyler Freeman's a thoroughbred, but he, he hit the ball really hard all day during the day game yesterday. Right. Play him ride in the, the hot, ride the hot hand. The the the, the thing is like. You look up and it's the same guys as last year who produced, but none of them are doing anything. I mean, they, 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 except for Naylor, right? You know, Naylor's on on the heater right now too. But it's just, it's so hard to watch. And you and I watch every inning. It's just painful, and getting just abused all weekend by the redacted X shortstop is just. Ugh. It was nauseating to me. And I, you know, and listen, I understand, you know, he's, he's got the big smile and, you know, he's a big personality and MLB's really pushing him hard because now they he's are the Mets. They and are all night last night. It was one commercial after another with him in it. And I get it. I do. It's just annoying. You know, I, I look at him. I, I, I didn't really want to go into this because he's not on our team anymore, but like, when 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 the when someone like Manny Ramirez left or Albert, you know, we were pissed when Albert left. Manny, it was a different time, but like I never harbored ill will against these guys. CC Sabathia, you know, when Victor, you know, they they whatever. I never harbored any ill will towards them because I thought those guys were genuinely who they were. Yeah. I just think that Lindor is a gigantic phony, and it was actually very interesting this week with the Jason Kipnis criticism uh, of him. And then he tried to backtrack it and then 
Lindor's wife went at Kipnis on, on Twitter, which was called him a bully in the clubhouse, which I was could not believe that came out. But the, the, you know, both, both of them are a couple of divas. <laughs> I think they're both clowns. Sorry. Yeah. You know, when Jason Kipnis was gone from here, there wasn't a long line of teams dying he to was, pick him up. He was finished. I mean, everyone knew. Oh, it. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to badmouth those guys. I love that. It's 2016. Right, everyone team. on the 2016 team. They right. were huge. Uh, you know, dirt bag Kip. Everybody loves them. I, I That was a bad look by him. I think he's trying to break into the media and he was trying to, you know, say yeah, something. But, either, but, but he, he said it, but then he didn't say it. Then he, then he, then he backtracked and he's now he's on Twitter saying, well, no one's ever backtracked before. Like go away. Yeah. Yeah, that was, you're not, you're not, you're, you are not Skip Bayless. It's not happening. You know, this is now twice you've mentioned Skip in two weeks, by the way. I, I can't even really, believe, I can't even believe you're a Skip Bayless guy. I'm not, well, I'm not a Skip. Bayless. I don't even follow him on Twitter. I just, uh, occasionally I'll be not. in the car and I'll check out that show. But, uh, Dairy yeah. Brothers Guardians cast here, um, I don't even know what to say. We're just talking about garbage baseball. That's all we're, that's what we're I'm doing. I'm so disappointed. It, it's just, and look, there, there, it's May 22nd. This is a long season, and luckily we reside in the Comedy Central because this division is so bad that if this team just wakes up, they can beat, they can win this division. But the issue is not about hey, it's feeling good to win the division. Let's get the Dolan some gates, some playoff gates. We, you know, no, this they were supposed to build off of last year and be better, and they're not, and they're 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 regressed. They they've regressed, and certain certain guys. I mean, to me. You know, poor Oscar Gonzalez. This guy was buried from day one when he was not in the, even in the opening day lineup against the Mariners. And Will Brennan was. It's like, oh, Tito's making a statement. Will Brennan. Will Brennan is is a fourth outfielder at well, best. Listen, we don't know. No, no, no. That's that's not fair. He's he. I. I you can't make that assumption yet. That's he, what he looks like to me. Yeah, but other than again, the one game in April where he was a hero. I know, but I, I I'm willing to give him more weeks. I'm li- willing to give him more time. But with that said, I completely agree with you on the Tito kind of buried Oscar, and I think that it killed his um, confidence. To be honest, I think it was a big confidence loss for him. And now he's down in AAA. Um, Brennan's doing nothing, so you're seeing a lot of Arias in right field. I mean, we went into this season. And kept saying, oh, you know, we have so many young outfielders and da 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 And this is the first time in years we've actually right. had we options. Find, right. We finally have some homegrown doing anything. Right. None of them are doing anything. And George Valera is like just now coming back from being injured. That's the thing. We don't you, you realize about. You realize he was put on the IL yesterday again. Well, no, I did not know that. No, <laughs> thank you for telling <laughs> yes, me. Yes, he's back on the IL. Okay. Well, my point was if, if Valera was healthy and doing what, you know, he's – allegedly doing he'd be up by now playing right field i bet i bet brennan would be down and valero would be up playing right field and unfortunately i think he's played about a week of games and now he's back on the yeah. il like you said but yeah valero is you know, valero is more fragile than brad doherty you look at you look at the uh um standings in the american league you, you know you, you i saw this on twitter and i just wanted to go back and see if it was still uh still true and it is you know when they show all the standings it's always the East, then the Central, then the West. Right now, the way it lines up, the entire, you know, with, with the best record to worst record, right? So it's 
Tampa's 20 games over 500 and they're in first place in the East. Baltimore's 31 and 16 and in second place. Yankees 29 and 20. Boston 26 and 21. Toronto last place at 25 and 22. The record of the team leading the AL Central is 25 and 22. So basically when you go from the East down to the Central, it goes in descending order. <laughs> like if 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 it was one division, uh, Minnesota would be in sixth. <laughs> yeah. No. It's, every it's, team in the East bad. has a better record than every team in the Central. It's it's totally broken. The system's broken. I mean, the fact that last night on the broadcast, they're like, the Mets payroll is four times the Guardians. Ha, 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 ha. 350 million. It, it, it's broken. Now, again, think... we were in every game. We could have won every game. Should have won all Arguably, three. I was just going to say, arguably could have swept the Mets this weekend. Right. So it's so you look up and you say, all right, um, you know, baseball people say, see, it's not broken. Cleveland can win. Okay. But like look at the end Tampa. of the day, right, right. You know, the Mets can bring the Mets can sign and and pay somebody like Starling Marte, and we've trotted out 17 right fielders who are all cheap, who who are all we're trying to figure out if they could play. I mean, Oscar Gonzalez to me. Yeah, maybe he came in out of shape. I don't know what happened to him, but like he was the total hero a year ago, and now he's in Columbus. I'd bring him back up and let him play. Put Arias at short. Play Freeman. You know, try. You got it, last year playing the kids worked, and and to me right now, that's the direction that I would go. And and in the Bo Naylor situation, yeah, I mean, what was, let's right. talk about that for a second. I mean, yeah, he he came up yesterday. That was cool, I guess, that he got some late inning at bats, but he didn't start either game. <laughs> well, that was what I was going to say. Does so this make any sense to you? Let's let's bring a Bo Naylor and then not start him in either game when both of your catchers suck. You want to get you, you want to say Cam Gallagher is good defensively? I'll give you that guy. Guy is not even hitting his weight and not not even close. Okay, he's not even hitting. You know my. You know, Brooks weight and she's, you know, 13, 13. years old in a stick. <laughs> so it, it's, it's embarrassing at this point with the catching position. And here you go, you bring a bow. We're all excited. And he's not in the starting lineup in either game, especially when your team can't score, just throw him out there for nine. If you want to send him back after this one day, fine, but give him a start. They're I mean, going to, they're going to send him back. He's not going to stay up. I, I just do not understand the rationale here. I don't. I don't know what the I don't understand the entire roster compilation and what and, and how they've done things since late March when the season started. The 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 Valoria three catcher thing made no sense. Now they have four catchers. The yet yesterday they had four catchers, including if you David include Fry. David Fry, and yet Gallagher hit in the eighth, and you got three other guys on the bench. That what that we, is like, just atrocious. What are we doing? And I again, I come back to it. Tito's been absolutely terrible this year, and and I I'll say it again. You and I are his biggest supporters. I, I can't get down with what he's doing. It, it's almost like, and again, this is probably unfair, and it's a long season, but it's almost like he came back because last year was so great, and he probably wouldn't have come back had they gotten to the World Series, you know, with his health, or maybe maybe he would. I don't know. This is all speculation, but it's almost like he came back, and here we are, and we stink, and he's like, 
man, what did I do coming back for one extra year? This was not a good idea. You know, well, it's not like he's 84. He's 64. I, no, I, no, 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 no. I know that, but he's an old 64. Let's be honest. Here. Yes. I mean, but I, I truly believe that he believes in his way, which is staying patient, backing up his players. If you watch that uh, documentary, they did about him on MLB network and it was great. And he's a great dude. And the players all love him. They all say Tito gives you a long rope. He lets you get out of it. He lets you work through it. Yep. And so when everybody was calling for Ahmed to be, you know, traded, DFA'd, benched, Tito stuck with him. Then he had a couple of pretty good games during that one homestand. And it's like, see, Tito stuck with him. Zanino, same thing. They, I think I mean, maybe June 1st is the cutoff where they say, we gave guys two full months and it just didn't happen. I, I don't know. But I was surprised. Look, I was surprised that Freeman didn't play in the second game. But then I remember who the manager is. It's not, I'm not bashing him. I'm just making a point that he right, probably felt like You're right. Ahmed will way. hit at DH in the second game against his former team. And he didn't. And yeah. when you're underachieving like this, you, you got to point the fingers everywhere. And yeah, the players make the plays. The, the, Tito didn't tell Stephen Kwan last night to throw the ball home on a play that there was no way he was going to throw the guy home and the runner advanced. Right. The missed Tito, cutoff, Tito. man, the Josh Bell base running. The lack of power. That's not Tito's fault. He's not swinging the bat. Yeah. I mean, right. I got you. This is, this, yeah. this is my old Bill Sell or the Roy Williams article when he used to coach at Kansas when we'd lose in the tournament every year. And we, you know, like when we lost to Syracuse in 96, we shot four of 26 from three. And people were like, oh, Roy, you can't win the big one. And I was, I was like, is Roy the one shooting four of 26 from three? No. Right. So is Tito the one who's not hitting the ball out of the park? No. But there's shared blame in there for sure. And and you mentioned it last night when you're a guy like Jose Ramirez who carried us yesterday. I mean, two games, biggest stage, New York, you know, the four-letter network there last night with that like Cracker when, Jack broadcast crew, you know. Did you like when David Cohn, by the way, goes, yeah, uh, Jose Ramirez is the biggest star in baseball that nobody knows. I'm thinking <laughs> to myself, the guy's finished in the top three of uh, ML of uh, MVP like four times. No one knows him. I, I mean, come on. I like you when Ravage went through our lineup and just butchered every name. Like he you. was like Gabriel Arias. Arias, <laughs> yeah, Arias. And, and what about Ramirez with an S? It's with a Z, jackass. My God, go back in the studio, please. Can can we bring back baseball tonight and put him back in the studio where he belongs? ESPN's got this thing now with the, they they just they want to take their studio guys and make them play by play guys and jam them down our throat. Chris Fowler, put him back on game day as the studio guy, <laughs> please. Steve, right, Steve Levy, not a play by play guy. Oh my yeah, gosh! Like, like, and I get it. You got a cost cut. I get it. This, this is not right, the these are the loyal guys who have been there forever, so they're rewarding them for their longevity, essentially. Oh yeah. my! How about getting some play by play people that are good? Speaking of the broadcast, by the way. Can we talk about Pat Tabler for a second? Tabby? Or do he and Al Pulowski hang out? Because that's what it sounded like on the post game yesterday. Hey, Tabby. Uh, uh, it sounded uh, like all, they go to lunch all the time. All I know is I've seen some bad die jobs in my day. Like Pete Rose had a real bad one a couple oh, for years hair? ago when he was on Fox. That Tabler die job is something special. <laughs> That is like golden hair, man. <laughs> what? Come on, Pat. I still I come back to this. I've now seen Tabler for basically a week. We've watched Jensen for years. I've watched Ellis Burks. Chris Jimenez is by far the best of the of those four. I put G Man in. I would put G Man in that booth all day long. I mean, even though uh, I know he's in studio, I'd put him in the booth 
you know, eventually I think he's fantastic, but you know, I wanted to say something positive about the organization currently because it's, I'm so, so upset by how bad. No, we're we're passionate. If people, if people take it, like we're bashing the organization. Yeah. You're a water carrier. D's come on. Don't you? That's right. That's what I was accused of on social media recently, but they played 46 games. Sparky Anderson used to say, you don't judge a team until you get to the 40 game mark. Well, 20 and 26 ain't going to cut it. And you got the White Sox coming in this week. They're playing well all of a sudden. They've won five of six. Their pitching is turned around. They've won five of six because they played us last week. And, and the Royals. Stink. Yeah. Speaking of the Royals, I missed this. Brian Mill Reyes DFA'd Correct. weeks ago and then just signed the other day with the Nationals I did to see a minor that. league deal. Wow. Talk about just a career that just went south fast. That poor guy. I, I I texted you guys this, uh, you and the executive producer, when he was first DFA'd. Think about what you thought about Fran Mil Reyes in March of 2022 compared to where he oh, is yeah. today. I, That's I mean, crazy. This is Carlos Baerga on the Mets fall off a cliff level. I mean, this, this, it, it, it's, it's like, and you remember last year, I heard a lot of this going on in October. Well, they shouldn't have cut if they would have had Fran Mule, you know, da, 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 da. Yeah. Cause he had a couple a of decent that, games with the Cubs, but those exactly. were, but those were meaningless it, September games, but it's like John Hart knew exactly when to cut bait with, with Bayerga. And they knew, they knew something was up with, with Fran Mille, And they're like, we don't need this guy around here anymore. And he's just fallen off a cliff and Man, it's, crazy. it's, it's, it's crazy. Meanwhile, the Royals are 14 and 34. I yes. mean, that is atrocious. Yeah. That is talking about a team that can't score. I mean, you know, not that we're, you know, too, we should too be bad we don't play them 19 here, times this year. Say it again. So it's too bad we don't get to play them 19 times this year. With that said, they have 46 homers. We have 28. Right. And they've, but I think the White Sox this weekend. They uh, they held the Royals, I think, to five runs the entire weekend. I mean, so here come the White Sox uh, and then the Cardinals this weekend who are mashing at the moment. St. Louis scores double figures, seems like, every day. So they got to... Well, at least we got the good pitching. I, I'll say this here. You want to talk about positive, you know, the starting pitching has really seemed to... Now, now Battenfield's on the uh, injured list, so you're going to see, you know... Hunter Gaddis is apparently going to start tonight. He is m- Monday yeah. because Aaron Savali and Tristan McKenzie, who both we'll, we'll talk about them in a sec, but uh, Gaddis gets this, get to start, but Bybee was great. Again, Logan Allen had another really good start. Bieber was great last night. He Cal was kept it. Cal was fine. Cal didn't, you know, Cal did took that, took that line drive off the leg and that affected him, but yeah. Yeah, but but overall, the starting pitching has been pretty good. Uh, you know, they've rounded into shape, and now you have Aaron Savali pitched his first rehab start this week. Three scoreless was great. Tristan McKenzie yesterday pitched three scoreless innings um, in uh, Columbus. In his was that yesterday or Saturday? Yesterday. Okay, uh, and and he's going to be up so- relatively soon. He can't come back until. Um, June 1st anyways. Yeah. But, but those two are going to eventually return. And then you have an interesting dilemma because you're not taking Bybee out of the rotation. You're not taking Logan Allen out of the rotation. No Cal's going nowhere and Bieber's going nowhere. If I were them, 
And the way you want to limit the young guys start, you know, who have never pitched this many innings, I'd go six man rotation. And, and, you know, if, if Savali blows up or whatever it might be, you know, you're six starters is a good thing to have. I would do that for a while at least. And, and kind of, you know, that, that's what I would do. I, I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but like, what would you do? I mean, you're not going to, I don't think Aaron Savali is not a reliever, you know, I mean, he's, he's got a proven track record for the most part, other than the fact that he can't stay healthy. Um, but you know, I, I'd go six man. What would you, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, I'll just do what the ESPN crew says and uh, trade Shane Bieber. No. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you know what? If they're way, I mean, they're never going to be way out of it because our division sucks. I mean, we're four and a half games out of first, and we and we're you know we can't win. We we you know currently, which is crazy. But you know, you come you come around to the trade deadline, and let's say hypothetically the Twins just up and run away, and we're ten games out. I think you have to consider it. You have to. Um, I I don't know what the organization. The organization is very tight lipped on everything. I mean. I was even surprised they announced that Gaddis was going to start tomorrow um, because normally they just, you know, injury. Yeah, it's a, it's a contusion, but regardless of, of whether they are tight lipped or not, I mean, it just, they, they've got to get this turned around and um, they, they can, uh, you know, like, like we said, there's certain guys just underperforming in a big way. And you, you, we can't sit here on this podcast and say, Miles Straw needs to hit more home runs. He's just not going to. That's just not who he is. But the Jimenez's of the world and Josh Bell's have got to get going. And um, starts this week. Like we said, we're they're back home to play the White Sox and Cardinals. I kind of like when we go on the road because I think we play better on the road than at home. But uh, we'll see where this all goes. But it's definitely been disappointing. But again, there's a lot of baseball left. It's just been so frustrating to watch, Todd. It's just like, oh. You don't have to tell me. Did you see, right. by the way, the stat they put up last night about Straw? About he hasn't hit a home run in like 850 at bats or something like that. Uh, Longest yeah. streak in the majors. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll run into one this week. You never know. I'm not going to hold my breath. No, I know. Uh, all right. Let's get out of here. We got uh, uh, pitching matchups. Can we do that? You're on mute. Uh, the old you're on mute bit. All right. <laughs> can't hear you no what i was, what i was gonna say was no one wants to hear my breakfast what i was gonna say was did you happen to think that we were gonna skip over some d's rave talk come on now i would know executive I, producer would be very upset if we did not talk about this part well, I, I figured that would be last but go for it it was uh it was a good time was had by all the well, stone well, grew if you want to talk pitching matchups I want to talk about the matchup between uh, Andrew Siciliano and Doug Spear. No, we had, we had, <laughs> we, had, we, we had, let me just say for the people out there, my, this week, my brother turning 50 years old, which I oh cannot believe. Yeah. We made the trek up, uh, up North for the big bash at Vino and vibes, which was unbelievable. Shout out downtown Utica, Michigan. It was unreal. We had the best time. It was so much fun. The DJ was playing banger after banger, 90s jams. Leo. It was DJ Junebug, Leo Del Pilar. Look him up. Best in the country. It was unbelievable. So I I just have to say, we just had the best time. That's the most fun I've seen you 
I haven't seen you that banged up in probably 45 <laughs> years. It was unbelievable. Jeez, it was that's where we're going with this? Unbelievable. No, you were on fire. It was so great. It was fun. It was, the, it was the best time. Shout out to the missus for, you know, I mean, I know you guys did that together, but she was just so unbelievable. <laughs> it was just such a great time. Thank you. Such a great weekend. The executive was. producer and I, and, and, and we just, and, 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 my wife, we just, Leah, we just had the best time. So shout Good. out to you guys. It was awesome. And I can't wait to do it again this weekend here in, in beautiful downtown Cleveland when the entire Dairy Clan gets to take on the uh, uh, Guardians Saturday night. We'll be we'll be uh, up in a suite for your birthday. Yes. It's going to be look good at, stuff. Look at you pulling all the, uh, all the strings. But yes, we will be in the building uh, Saturday for evening for the uh, 715 start time. And uh Looking forward to it. I always, always love taking in a game with you and uh, getting the suite is, is really great. I'm excited. Thank you. We got, we got, we got the, we got the whole executive producer clan oh. and yeah, it was, it was great. But your speech, which you uh, gave the other night was also incredibly great and meaningful. And I didn't really I have anything prepared. To, I, I know, but do you ever, I mean, come on, I that's don't. not your shtick. You're, you're, <laughs> no, you're, you're Mr. Off the cuff. It was great. Overall, I was very I was just so proud of you and I just love seeing you in your element like that. And thank you. It was pretty awesome. It was fun. The fact that you, I mean, uh, you delivered as always and, uh, so great to have you guys in and yeah, it was a good time. What did I we, do other than drink. We, we, we made sure to throw the game on. We had to, you know, yes, it was great. Shout out to Deanna. She handed me the remote. She's like, I have a fire stick. I go, let's go. And I'll be app. And everybody was walking in. They're like, Oh, the Cleveland games on here. Everybody the up in was, they were all laughing. The best was, was you were in the middle of giving like this really, he was, Matt was in the middle of giving this really nice speech and talking about, oh, you know, my wife and she's this, this, and this. And he's like, yeah, catch it. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. like looking at Plus the in the ninth in the fly out to right field. I was, I had one eye on that and one, one eye on the crowd. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. We need help. <laughs> yeah. That was a good help. time. Our baseball team needs help. Oh my gosh. Crazy. All right, so now you can talk pitching. I did have I a do. couple of those um, buntinis from Nothing Bun Cakes yesterday. Some of the leftovers. Oh, that in the wood shop uh, barbecue was so good. I'll tell you what, that pulled pork all timer. That's right, Zach Meisel. I know you're listening. Come on, yeah. man. Next time you're in town, I've been begging you for years. Although I kind of blew Zach off the last time that we were supposed to go to wood shop. How dare right, you? Let's do this. All right, go ahead. Pitching matchups tonight, Hunter Gaddis against TBD, Clevenger on the DL or the IL for the White Sox. We didn't even discuss how disgusting it was that he was throwing like straight up meatballs and we oh, couldn't hit him. And we kept fouling them off. They're like, great outing from Clevenger. He goes six. I'm like, give me a great outing. How many balls we fouled off against him that should have been smashed? But he's back in the IL again. Uh, so Gaddis against to be determined tonight, tomorrow night, six ten for uh, Logan Allen and Dylan Cease. Do they actually had good I'll approach against the other day? Tuesday night, Logan Allen and Dylan Cease. I'll be there. And then Wednesday afternoon, which is my actual birthday, uh, Cal Quantrill against Michael Kopech. They, bet, they better win. They blew it on your on your party night. They, they better win for your actual birthday. And then. Uh, Day off on Thursday and then Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, oh my gosh, I just uh I just exited out of my screen. 
Matthew Liberator. I Matthew Liberator guys, on Friday night. We're paging. Yes. Against uh, Tanner Bybee, Shane Bieber on Saturday against Jack Flaherty, Fat Jack. <laughs> and then uh, Jordan Montgomery on Sunday. No, oh, we get to face we get to face two. Isn't Libertor left-handed? Yes, Libertor's oh, left. We get to face so two lefties. Montgomery. Very exciting. And then uh, uh, Montgomery on Sunday against. Well, I don't know if Gaddis is going to stay in the rotation or they just go Logan Allen. We'll have to see if Gaddis pitches well. You know that's kind of to be determined for Sunday. But look, the bottom line is you you, you can't win games if you don't score runs. We could go over pitching all day, and yeah, the bullpen's had its issues, but. We've just got to get this off. We didn't even talk about how bad the bullpen's been. I mean, that just tells you how bad this entire situation has been is that basically we've blowing games that we never blow and it's happening at a, at a ridiculous rate. And we're not even discussing it because basically, you know, they have to be perfect and the hitting is not there. And when you don't hit, you don't win, as you just said, and it's, it's very aggravating, but just real quick, 99 is clearly not himself. The spin rates way down class a clearly not himself. You know, Big Sam came in this weekend, walked, you know, gave up a hit and two walks. It's just it. Eli Morgan came in yesterday, first pitch, home run. It's like no one is doing it. Sandlin had the best week of all the relievers. How about that? Oh, he was up ready to come in last night. He, he, it, he would have come in in a tie game last night because he had no other choice. Well, but the, but like we've said numerous times, these guys have so much pressure on them because every, every game they come into is a one run game or a tie game. I mean, Did lo and see- behold, tonight, I don't know who's pitching for the White Sox, but like jump on somebody, have a seven to two lead, and then you can bring some guys. Oh, we had one Friday. That didn't work. It was seven to three. But again, the I Mets know. are hot. It's a packed stadium, and they're Pete never Pete out of Alonso, game. right. You know, mm-hmm. we don't have, I mean, think about that. Put Pete Alonso on our team. He'd Imagine ca- that. He'd probably catch the lack of power disease. <laughs> I mean, the guy's got 17 home runs. He has 17. And what do we have? What did I say? We have 28, 28 as, a team. as a team. Our bullpen's given up 22 and they don't, I know. you know, I know, that's, that's the, that's the bullpen. Not, not the entire pitching staff, the bullpen. I want to thank our sponsors. We didn't really do any great reads today, but it's, it's, all right. that, it's that kind of day. We love groove ride. We love center yes, for advanced do. dentistry, Dr. Ben Hornstein and the crew. And of course, breaking tea t-shirts, get all of your gear. Guardians, Browns, Cavs, whatever you like. Go to breakingtea.com slash dairy, D-E-R-Y. Takes you right to the Cleveland Collection and get your stuff. All right, we'll see you at the ballpark Saturday night. Yeah, boy. So, uh, we're out out of room? And we're out of here. What was it like to be there for historical sports moments and unforgettable performances? To be behind the scenes? On Press Box Access, you'll hear from me, Todd Jones, and other sports writers about their experiences with the greatest athletes, coaches, and sports events of the past half century. We'll share some stories behind the stories, some big, some small, and some we've only told each other. Let us buy you around on Press Box Access. 